Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladhin ustafa amma ba'd fa'awudhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alladhin amanu wa tatma'innu qulubuhum bithikrillah. Ala bithikrillahi tatma'innu al-qulub. صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهرين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين All praise are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise and we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us iman and making us the most fortunate to be amongst the Ummah of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We testify that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah and we testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah. Respected elders, brothers, sisters and our beloved children. Let us look at the heart and the mind. The heart and the mind. How much of baggage it can carry. Sometimes, or I would rather put it this way to you, as we are all sitting here, including myself, everybody has got some Thing that is carrying with them in their heart and in their mind, which is excess baggage. And we will ponder for hours, days, months, and years of something that has happened in the past. For example, today is a beautiful day, Yomul Jumu'ah. And you are looking forward to coming for Salah. And then suddenly on your way you had an argument. And you've come here and you are sitting down, but your mind has drifted away because you are thinking of that argument that took place. Yet you have come to the most beautiful place that is the house of Allah. And you want to enjoy your coming here. But because of something or something that happened on the outside, or some incident, or even at home, maybe a little argument with your children, or the wife, vice versa. And that is sitting here now, you've come for salah. You've come to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you're sitting with that baggage. And then it is that process of recovery. Maybe willingly, inshallah, you make dua, and you, by the time you get home, you forget about it. And then you get the next person who says, no, I need to prove my point, so I'm going to stick to it. And I hold it for three days. Then you get someone who holds it for three weeks, and then someone who holds it for three months, and three years, and 30 years. And a common situation we find that you'll find many a times in the old people, they'll be sitting on the couch, and they're thinking away. What happened in their lifetime? It's gone, the time is gone. Empty out. 
empty your mind and empty your heart in order for you to enjoy your worshipping with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the mind signals out to the heart. The mind causes damage to the heart. Remember the heart is the as a special place and it is the most important part for us in Islam. And it is also considered to be the leader of the body, the entire body. If the heart is purified, then everything works well. If the heart is contaminated, then everything for you becomes difficult. You just can't get through. It's like when you take two people, two friends. One has trust in Allah and he sees his friend that Allah has blessed him with everything because his heart is connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything. So when he looks at his friend and he says, wow, mashallah, he's got everything. Let me start praying. But it took him how many years and Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at certain times give someone very quickly somebody it takes a long time and somebody don't get it in this dunya you lift your hands and you cry and you cry and you don't get it so the friend then decides let me also start praying and let me start asking and one week go by and two weeks go by and one month and two months and the year goes by and the next year but the intention is wrong because he's testing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he went on to pray because he looked at his friend that Allah has given him everything. And you can't test Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to build your connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that the qalb which means heart, mind and it's a conscious of everything that you do. Those who believe and, though, and, and whose hearts find satisfaction in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is only through your heart you will find that satisfaction. Then further on the Quran refers that in another verse he says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us Sadr means chest. Wherever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills to guide, he opens their heart to Islam. And then also in another verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to fu'ad, intellect. وَلَا تَقْفُ مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٍ إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ وَالْفُؤَادَ كُلُّ أُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ عَنْهُ مَسْؤُولًا Do not follow what you 
do not know. And many a times it happens to us, we say it's instinct. You want to do something, whether it's right or wrong, but that's what your heart is telling you, go and do it. Now, in a situation like that, what do you do? The first thing you would do is consult your family if you want to take some decision. For example, you want to open a business. Sit down with your family, talk to them. This is my plan. Don't hide it from them. Because they will be there for you in your hard time. In your good times, they may not be there for you. And then, you ask people who are in the field of business, is this a good idea to open such a business? Now you've got two opinions. And then the third one is, you ask direct to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is turakat istikhara. And Allah will guide you whether there is going to be goodness in it or is going to be harmful for you or is not good for you at all. So do not follow what you do not know. The ears, eyes and hearts will all be held responsible for their deeds. So our actions are 100% we are responsible for everything that we do, right or wrong. If we do wrong, then we see the consequences of it. It has an impact. Respected elders, brothers, sisters, and our beloved children. So the importance of the subject is, is that for you to empty out your hearts. Don't carry excess baggage. What has happened has happened. Don't ponder over it because you, when you come into the house of Allah with a heavy heart, you leave heavily. Because your concentration is not there in salah. Your concentration is not there while listening to the khutbah. And by you saying to yourself, I've come, I've entered the house of Allah, you've prayed unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh Allah, open for me the doors of your mercy. That's the dua when you enter the masjid. And that is the first step that you're asking Allah to shower you with his mercies upon you. Till the next Jummah you're going to come again. And if you're continuously coming for your five salah, you will be reading that prayer, the dua. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Jibreel alayhi salam came to him, opened his chest, removed his heart and washed it with zamzam water and then restored it back in its proper place. And what do we take from this lesson was to purify the heart, to cleanse the heart. And the heart in Islam, it shows the status and the importance of the heart. Like I said to you, if your heart is clean, then you've got nothing to worry about. Even at work, even in your house, in your home, but your family, friends. Because this plays an important role. I'll tell you another thing. Is what contributes to sickness? It all goes through here. 
is that worry. It filters around here all the time. And when it filters around this heart, it leads from one to another. You know, these days you must be watching media, uh, in, uh, in, in education system, secular system, secular schools, they, they're speaking a lot about mindfulness. And for us, alhamdulillah, with the grace of Allah, we are in mindfulness because we are connecting. Our salah makes everything easy for us. For them, they are searching that how can we have peace in our hearts and in our lives. But we are indeed very fortunate because through Iman, Allah has given us everything that we will find peace. Ibn Kasir also mentions the heart is an organ of understanding. Everything that you do, that reflects to the heart. So I said to you, from a medical point of view, it affects the heart. When you commit sins, it affects the heart. You speak a lie, you get away from it. Very easily, you'll walk away and you know, hey, I, I, I've got away from it. Whether you get home for some reason, late, and you know why you're getting late, if you, and you don't speak the truth. Or your children, or your family, or your workplace, you're running late, and you're all common, there's a lot of traffic. Tongue speaks. The tongue definitely is, speaks. And the tongue will also say the truth on the day of Qiyamah. will speak for you. You'll get away with it. But not in this dunya. In the year after, in this dunya, you'll get away with all the wrong actions. Sometimes Allah puts a test in front of you. A test that gives, makes you, gives you a wake-up call. That I've done this certain action wrong. I've done this act which I know deep down in my heart Allah is not pleased with me. I know deep down in my heart this has going to be, this is going to be a major problem for me. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala watches and is watchful over this heart. That is why. The spiritual heart represents the entire human personality. It enables men to attain knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to draw near him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, The day when neither wealth nor your children will benefit anyone except for someone who comes to Allah with a sound heart. And that is what we're looking for, my respected elders, brothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instill into us a sound heart and protect our heart from all types of evil and give us the understanding of deen.
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah al-Qa'il. Wala taqfu ma laysa laka bihi ilm. Inna as-sam'a wal-basara wal-fu'ada kullu ulaika kana anhu mas'ula. ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فيا أيها الناس أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون All praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The supreme master, the most kind, the most merciful we testify that there is none worthy of worship besides Allah and we testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the messenger of Allah. Respected elders, brothers, sisters and our beloved children, in several languages, including the English language, the word heart is understood to be the seat of emotions. And the word head is the seat of intellect. So I continue from what I said that وَلَا تَقْفُ مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمِ إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ وَالْفُؤَادَ كُلُّ أُولَائِكَ كَانَ عَنْهُ مَسْؤُولًا Do not follow what you do not know. The ears, the eyes and hearts will be held responsible for their deeds. Indeed, the ear, the eye, the heart, each will be questioned. Yet, we continue with those bad habits where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ In their hearts is disease. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has increased the disease and for them is a painful punishment because they habitually used to lie. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in another verse says, Then your hearts become hardened after that being like stones or even harder. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then further on mentions to us in another verse Then they do not reflect upon the Quran or are there locks upon their hearts? It's become so hardened when you continuously Commit those bad actions. Continuously have a habit of speaking lies. Speaking bad about someone. And your heart fills up with badness. Eventually there's a lock on it. You don't see good. Many a times you find that sometimes you're in a gathering or in a family function and you know the person's dealings, what type of dealings that person have. You know for a fact that that person, in particular, their dealings, 
The source of income is 100% haram. And then it is salah time. And you say to everyone, can we go and perform salah? It's asr salah time or maghrib or whatever salah. And one person or two people will tell you, you carry on, pray on our behalf. Because there's a veil in front of them to see the beauty of salah. The hearts are locked. When you continuously, continuously earn haram, do wrong, then the heart becomes contaminated. And remember, the brain controls the entire functions of the body. As conscious beings, we have a feeling that our consciousness or mind is somewhere in the region of our heart. This has been the feelings of human beings from the very beginning. And sometimes you hear these expressions and some people use these expressions about certain people. They say to you, did you hear? That he speaks from the bottom of his heart. Or sometimes you find that they say, let us have a heart-to-heart -heart talk. And sometimes you hear that that particular person's got a very heavy heart. And that person's got a very tight heart. That means not being generous when it comes to giving. And the very heart also is a seat of emotions. It can make you cry. It can make you laugh. It can make you happy. It can make you sad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then beautifully says to us again, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَتْمَئِنُّ قُلُوبُهُمْ بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ أَلَا بِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَتْمَئِنُّ الْقُلُوبِ Those who believe and those and whose hearts find satisfaction in the remembrance of Allah. And that is what we all ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us. Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu narrates and mentions that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah does not look at your figures. Allah doesn't look at your figure, how you look, are you six-pack? Nor at your attire. But... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at your hearts and accomplishments. That is what he looks at us. You can wear the, the, the most beautiful branded clothing and pray. That doesn't stand out in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is how you sincerely pray unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to end off, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to pray beautifully and in these beautiful wordings. And he said, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Oh, turn off hearts. Keep my heart firm upon the religion. 
continuously. It's easy to learn these few lines. Ya if our heart is firm on the part of deen, then subhanallah, you've got guidance. You've got direction. You've got vision. You can differentiate between halal and haram. You can differentiate between right and wrong. And you can build your closeness unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us a sound heart to protect our iman, to protect the entire family. And most important, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguard our hearts from all types of evil vices and build on the goodness that our heart can become purified. Let us try every day to empty out the, ba the bad that we have in our hearts and in our mind every day. Think about it that today is my last day in my life and I'm going to meet my Supreme Creator. So let all the full, the dirt come out of your system and you and we all return back to, unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purified. بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات وذكر الحكيم قولوا قول هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه وأصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمة سيدة النساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر لنا وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقينا عذاب النار اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة ربنا لا تجعلنا فتنة للقوم الظالمين ونجنا برحمتك من القوم الكافرين رب اغفر وارحم وأنت خير الراحمين اللهم رب ارحمهما كما ربيانا صغيرا اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على طاعتك ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين برحمتك يا رحمة رحيم
please straighten yourself, stand shoulder to shoulder, heels on the line, please fill up the gaps.